Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Happy Friday, everybody. I'm so excited to see you and be with you today. This is my favorite part of my day, being with you. I feel like we've already created this family, (laughs) you know? Okay. If you are new and this is your first call with us, I'm going to talk a little bit about what thought coaching is because it might be something that you've never heard of before. Thought coaching is simply me asking you a series of questions to show you what your brain is doing with a problem in your life. Anything that you're going through, we can find the facts. And from finding the facts, you have a thought about the fact. So there's a circumstance. That's where the facts are. That's where everything is neutral. There's nothing emotional there. There's no opinions there. It's just the facts. That's our circumstance line. Anytime that you have some facts in your life, you then have a thought about it. And that thought that you choose then drives a vibration in your body and creates a feeling. And from that feeling, you take action. And your actions are what give you the results in your life. So if you are not liking the result in your life or you don't know what the result is in your life, thought coaching is magical because you'll be able to see what you're doing, why you're doing it, and you'll get to express it in a in a place here without judgment. So one of the things I just want to make sure you know is that I will never judge your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and neither will anyone else here. And if they do, we just want them to think whatever they want to think, right? Because we all got to have our own thoughts. And what's so powerful about this work is that I'm always going to think that what your brain is doing is totally fascinating. So whatever you bring to me, I'm going to be like, this is so cool. Can you believe that's what you did there? And I want you to know that I self-coach myself every day and I get coached in front of a class just like this of life coaches every single week. And it was mortifying to me in the beginning. And I was, I always thought, oh my gosh, they're judging me. They're thinking this about me. But the amazing thing about gathering people that see this work as something that is life-changing is that the more people that come and the more people that get comfortable with us here, the more you will feel like this is such a safe place. Because while I was so scared in the beginning to share my thoughts and feelings with a group of people in front of a group of people, now when I share my thoughts and feelings, I go, and isn't that so crazy that I did that? I mean, I went and I ate a whole box of Girl Scout cookies because I was trying to avoid feeling shame. So weird, right? And everyone's like, yes, interesting. Very interesting. Were the cookies good? Did you enjoy them? Why? (laughs) It's the best thing ever. 
This is where we come to figure out what we're thinking, why we're thinking it and heal together. And I love it so much. So without further ado, we're going to start with Mackenzie first. And then when Mackenzie's done, I'll take Monica. And if there's time left over, I'll take an extra person, but we'll start with Mackenzie first. And you even spell your name the same way that I spell my daughter's name. I noticed that. Yeah. The right I don't way. I see it right? very often. Thought. Yeah, the right way in my That's way. It's just a thought. <laughs> All the other Mackenzies are like, it's MC. <laughs> or M-A-C-K. Or it's, right. yeah, they want to call me Mac. And I'm like, nope, not Mac. Make. <laughs> so many thoughts. All right, Mackenzie, what can I help you with today? Well, I've been with a network marketing uh, company for five years now, and I feel stuck. Um, I. So I went, uh, I ranked up this last month, but I cannot get anybody to like join me for the business part of it. And it's very frustrating because I feel like I'm on my own and I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm doing the things, but I cannot get any further. Why? Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's a roadblock that I'm setting for myself or if, I don't know. I just feel like I haven't, I can't get any further to the next rank up. Okay. So let's, when's the last time that you thought I can't get any, I I'm doing the things, but I can't get any further. Mm, I mean, this week, I mean, was there something that happened that triggered it that you can think of? Well, I mean, I lost my, uh, like my upline last October, um, and she had a pretty big following and I was very, I was pretty close to her at the point and she just left the company without like giving any warning. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've gone through a, which sounds really weird. I feel like I've gone through a grieving process with that because it was just so, traumatic because she was my go-to person. And now it's like, I've had to rebuild myself because I've had to start from ground zero again, Mm -hmm. because I, like, I have another upline, but I didn't know her very well. So I literally had to start over and teach myself everything that I needed to know. So you're doing all the things, but you can't get any further because she left. Or is that not really? I feel like it's, um, I mean, yes, because I feel like she has everybody. She had most everybody from like my area to like make me like, I can't go back to those people because they're on somebody else's team now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's go back to this thought. I'm doing the things, but I can't get further. You think this often. Yeah, I would say more often than not. Have you thought it today? No. Yesterday? This week? No. Yeah, this week I did. What, do you remember what you were doing when you had that thought? Um, not exactly. Walk me through when you sit down to work. What do you do? 
Um, I sit down and I pull up my back office and then I pull up my Facebook messenger and I make sure I post for the day. And I know I have a lot of distraction because I have a one-year-old and she's roaming the house um, or screaming, Mm -hmm. um, playing. Um, and I just sit down and I really try to focus for 15, 20 minutes on getting my work done. Cause I'm, I have a job outside of the home as well. Mm -hmm. And so you sit down for 15 minutes and you do all the things and which probably is not long enough. I know that. And then what do you think when you finish those 15 things about, what do you think about your business? Um, could I have done more? Okay. And what is, what is the answer to that? I mean, yes, I could have done more. I just feel like as, I don't know, as like my mind thinks there's a hundred things I need to be doing at home. Mm -hmm. Uh, My house is an absolute disaster right now because I haven't had time to sit down and really like figure out what I need to do. So when you think I'm doing the things, but I can't get further. How does that make you feel? Mm, frustrated, but I know it's self, self-inflicted self because I don't actually take, I don't time block like I should. Mm-hmm. So when you're frustrated, what do you do? Step back and try to get outside and get some fresh air just so I can release all of that. Go outside. What else do you do? Workout. Workout isn't, um, what else do I do? I garden. Um, sometimes I just take a moment to myself. What does that look like? Um, just step away from what I'm doing and just take a moment to reflect on what's going on. So is that Alone in your bedroom? Do you have a prayer room? Where would you do that? I would say alone in my bedroom. Okay. Or alone outside. So isolate though? Yeah. Um, When you're doing this, can you tell me, is there ever any like, um, like judgment of self going on here? It sort of sounds like there is because you're saying, you know, I, I should have worked more and um, I know I could be doing more. things like that. Yeah. So judging self is going on there. Um, when you're thinking I'm doing the things, but I can't get further and you're feeling frustrated. Is there anything you're not doing? Can you give me an example? Um, are you messaging people new reach outs? Um, half and half, maybe about 50% of the time when you're frustrated. Do you, when I'm frustrated? No, Uh I don't message people. I don't usually like to, I'll talk to a couple of like my sidelines if I'm frustrated with what's going on, Mm because they will talk me through like they're my support system or I'll talk to my husband, but otherwise I'm better off just to release myself and allow myself to go through the processes of that. Mm -hmm. But when you're frustrated, 
it doesn't sound like you're doing any work for your business. Right. I, I shut down when I'm frustrated. No work on business. Okay. And then what is the result of all of that? What, what do you see happening from all of this? Well, I have people shut off their subscriptions. Um, I feel like I can't, if I'm frustrated, I can't be the best coach to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I want to obviously keep going in my business, but I feel like if I hit a roadblock and I'm frustrated and I can't snap out of it right away, then I just like taper down and I'm, I could be way more than what I like am now, if that makes sense. So really your result is I'm not getting any further. Yeah. What do you think about that? Mm, It's frustrating. There's that I'm not getting any further again. Yeah. Emotionally, physically. I mean, it's frustrating that like, I can't push myself any further Mm -hmm. because I've hit that roadblock. Mm -hmm. Why do you believe I'm not doing the things or I'm doing the things, but I can't get further? Um, Well, I I know I'm doing like I'm cold messaging, but I'm not doing it all of the time, like where I should be doing it every single day. It should be a part of my daily routine. Why isn't it? Because I let life get in the way. Like what? Um, Working a full-time job outside of the house, trying to keep my house clean, cooking for my daughter, keeping, I mean, making sure I have time from my daughter, like time with my daughter, but then also time for myself. And then making sure I get enough sleep every night. And Mm -hmm. I think it comes back to like, I'm a new parent. So I'm trying to really figure out how to balance all of the things. Do you like those reasons for not doing everything? No. Why not? Because I feel like they're not good good enough reasons. What would be a good enough reason? Like truly, I did not have time because I was not scrolling through Facebook or scrolling through Instagram or like actually spending the time on what I'm supposed to be doing at that time versus doing things I'm not supposed to be doing. It's kind of interesting when we start using the word, (coughs) I should be doing something else. Because what happens is we immediately become defensive and then we actually mirror. So take a toddler, for example, right? If the toddler is having a tantrum, sometimes a parent will say, you stop it right now or I'm going to put you in timeout. And then all of a sudden the parent's like, I need a timeout, (laughs) right? (laughs) Because we're mirroring the behavior that we are saying shouldn't be happening. And so anytime that you say, oh, I shouldn't be doing this, or I should be doing more, really (laughs) what we call it is you're shooting all over yourself. 
shooting all over yourself, right? Because there's really no upside to that game because the only thing that comes from it is oftentimes mirroring or remaining in resistance of it, right? Mm -hmm. For example, when you think I'm doing the things, but I can't get further, there's sort of a thought error there. Because when I asked you on what the things are, you said, well, I'm doing some of these things. And then you listed off the things you are doing, but then I should be doing all these. (coughs) So sorry, you guys, I lose my voice. Like it like takes the wind out of me because of all the smoke still. Um, Because when you're, when you're saying I should be doing, and I questioned you on it, you said, well, I'm doing these things, but I should be doing all these other things too. And why aren't you doing them? Well, because I have all these other reasons. Do you like your reasons? No. What reasons would be valuable? What reasons would be worth it to you? Well, if I wasn't wasting time, right? You were like, if I was scrolling, if I wasn't scrolling on Facebook, you mentioned, right? Mm -hmm. And so what's interesting here is, do you recognize that you're choosing to think I'm doing the things, but I can't get further? I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say I have recognized that. Do you see it right now? I do. I'm doing the things, but I can't get further. But are you doing the things? No. But you're telling yourself that you are. So I really need to like time block and set like a timer to do the thing. It's it's kind of interesting because any time where we have this realization, this awareness, of our, of our thoughts and what we're doing, all of a sudden we're like, see, I just need to take more action. That must be the problem, right? Mm -hmm. But your actions are not what are causing the problem. Do you know what's causing the problem? My mind thought. Which one? That I can't do it. That I'm doing the things, but I can't get further. So I'm not doing the things and that's causing me not to go forward. Your results by thinking I'm doing the things, but I can't get further is always, I'm not getting any further. And you, your brain is like your primitive brain, right? We have our lower brain. That's our primitive brain. And then we have our prefrontal cortex. And that is where we make all of our decisions from. It's what separates us from the animals, right? Like Cosette, she's at my feet right now. And if Sean said T-R-E-A-T, she would get up and just bolt for it, even though she's dead asleep. But if you say that to me in my sleep, I'm going to keep sleeping. Or even if you say it to me when I'm awake and conscious, I'm not going to get out of bed for that because my prefrontal cortex is going to be like, I don't want to eat a treat right now. I said the word. Hopefully she didn't hear me. She didn't move. She didn't even flinch. (laughs) right? And that's what separate our prefrontal cortex is what separates us from an animal. It's what means we are human, right? And so your primitive brain is saying, I'm doing all the things, but I can't get any further. And then emotion takes over. I'm frustrated. And when I'm frustrated, what I do is I go outside, I work out, I garden, I isolate, I judge myself. 
uh, possible that you might be judging others in this space, but we didn't have an example of that. Uh, you're not messaging any prospects or recruiting anyone new in. You're not posting on Facebook here or doing any sort of like business building activities. You didn't, you're not saying you're getting on calls. You're not doing trainings. You're not doing any of that. So those things are all absent. Um, you are talking to your husband, you're talking to sidelines, but no work on business. And from that place, the results from those actions is always, I'm not getting any further. So why are you choosing the thought, I'm doing the things, but I can't get further? Well, I mean, just that I'm not doing the things, so I can't get any further if I'm not doing them. What does this thought allow you to do? I'm doing the things, but I can't get further. I mean, it allows me to, I mean, self-reflect that I'm, I think I'm telling myself I'm doing the things, but I'm actually not. And what is that allowing you to do? What's that allowing your brain to do? Shut down and get frustrated. Stay the same. Mm -hmm. Be a victim of self a little bit, right? Like I, I'm doing all the things and I can't get any further. It's not my fault. The things must be broken. So really, I mean, it's more a self thing than it's a thought thing. Thought thing. It's that one thought. Every time you choose it, I'm doing the things, but I can't get further. Every time you choose it, you feel frustrated. You go outside, you work out, you garden, you isolate, you judge self, not messaging, talk to husband, talk to sidelines, no work on business. And the result is always, I'm not getting any further. What's coming up for you? I mean, I'm not getting further because I'm pro I'm procrastinating or I'm... Those are your actions. I'm your actions are procrastinating. You're not getting any further because you're thinking, I'm doing the things, but I can't get further. Hmm. And our primitive brain, our lower brain is like, yep, can't do anything about it. Let's just conserve energy, seek pleasure and avoid discomfort. So I need to grow. I need to grow and I need to do, I need to work on my thought process and know that I can do it. It's kind of interesting because when we're feeling frustrated, yes, I mean, yes, we change our thoughts. And then we're going to change the feeling that it brings. And then that changes our action. But just swapping the thought, your brain's going to be like, this is such a lie, right? Like if we put it in, if you're like, I'm doing all the things and I'm going to get further, your brain's going to be like, nope, this stuff doesn't work. I'm lying to myself because it's super smart and evolved, right? But in order for us to evolve past where we are right now, we have to question our brain and what it's thinking. So the best place that I like to start here is compassion. 
if you realize like, it doesn't sound like you want to believe this anymore. Is that accurate? Believe what? I'm doing all the things, but I can't get further. Yeah. I I don't want to believe that. And so then it's like, it's like this gap between, I believe it right now though. And how do I get to here and not believe it anymore? Right. And so we start with compassion of self, right? Like, yeah, of course I believe that right now. I've literally been lying to myself that I'm doing all the things, but I haven't been doing all the things. I've been doing like minimal things. And you can ask yourself questions like, have I been spending enough time? Am I doing enough things? What things work? Like, what's the answer to that? What things have worked for you well in the past to get people to do the business with you? I know you said, I can't get anyone to join me. Have you never had a business builder ever? I've had two. Okay. So what worked to get those people to build with you? One of them, it was just, she was seeing results right away. So she was willing to post. Mm -hmm. And then the other one, she just decided to do it on her own and she added people to her team. Okay. So what were the things that worked in that situation? I mean, the posting worked for the girl um, that was seeing results right away. But what had to happen for them to be ready to do that? I mean, I had to give them guidance. Did you have to sign them up? Yeah. And how did you get them to sign up? Um, They saw my post on Facebook and told me I was inspiring to them and they liked what they saw. So is it possible that that is a thing that gives the result of getting people to do the business with me, just simply posting on Facebook about the products? I mean, I feel like it would be. Okay, write it down. (coughs) What other things worked to your advantage to getting them to post? You mentioned Um, supporting them. Yeah. What did um, that look like? I gave them an example of how they could post um, okay. to like help my business. Did you tell them how to take the products? Yes. Okay. So put that down as well. Put those two things down. And then after they posted, what did you do to support them? I gave them support on how to communicate with their potential that is interested in the product. Any three-way messaging or anything like that? Yeah, three-way message. Write all that down. Any phone calls with them or? I've tried to do phone calls with people, but people always shut that idea down. I'm talking about the person that you're training to do the business with you. No, and I've I've offered Zooms or um, 
a phone call. And every time I have offered a phone call to like talk them through things, they always want to do it through Facebook messenger or through text. Okay. So, um, messaging through Facebook messenger and text can go on your list as well. Let's read. Will you read off that list that you just came up with? So posting on Facebook, telling them how to take the products, doing three-way messages and doing them through text or messaging on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So all of those things help people or helped the two people that you got to do the business with you, do the business with you. Are you doing those things every day? No. Are you striving to do those things every day? I'm, yes, I'm striving to do it every day. How so? Well, I check in, well, I post every day on Facebook, mm-hmm. whether it's personal or my products. Mm-hmm. Um, I check in daily with my two business builders to see how they are doing and if there's anything I can help them with. Mm-hmm. Um, if we have three way chats going, I will chime in on there. Mm-hmm. Um, what if none of those things are actively happening? What do you do then? I still will message them and see how they're doing and how their day's going. And then is that part of your 15 minute routine? What if the 15 minutes are up? Nobody's responding to you. You don't have any active three-way chats. Do you still I'm do going to mess all those activities if you have no one to do them with? I mean, then I start with my daily, like going through and messaging prospects, um, or I'm following up with a potential that I have recently talked about the products with. You see how different the action steps are on that list versus this list that you gave me, go outside, work out, garden, isolate, judging self, not messaging prospects, talking to husband, talking to sidelines, no work on business. Mm Mm-hmm. So those actions that you just listed out on your paper, all of those business actions, what feeling would you need to feel every day to do those things every day in your 15-minute window or more? But let's just take the 15-minute window if that's all the time that you have to dedicate or that you think you have time to dedicate. How would you need to feel? What emotion would you need to feel to be able to do those things every day? I mean, I would need a positive mindset for sure. Right. But what emotion would you need to feel? I don't want to say I would like, I mean, I would need to feel happy and I need to feel encouraged. Are you, um, when do you feel most happy? I feel most happy in the morning. I mean, I feel like I'm a pretty happy girl all day, like most of the day, unless like something at like my full-time job, like triggered me. Okay. So if you feel happy, I want you to imagine the vibration in your body of happy, right? Like just think about what that feels like. Where in your body do you feel happiness when you feel it? I mean, in my head, And I mean, all over, yeah, if I'm super happy, I mean, I just feel like vibrant. 
And is it like a fast or a slow feeling? Um, sometimes it's like a giddy, giddy feeling, if that makes sense. Like what color is it? Uh, my happy color is like purple. Purple. Okay. So it's purple. It's giddy, which maybe we can say fast and it's in your head. Right. And when you're feeling this emotion of happy, <laughs> do you still think you're going to be able to take those actions on your list? Yeah. Okay. So what are you going to have to believe every day about your business to feel happy? That I can be successful and that I can do the things that I need to do to get done every single day. But you're already doing the things. Well, I need to do them more. So let's think of a thought that we could believe about ourselves that would evoke the feeling of happiness. Cause I don't think we've found that yet for me to have the emotion happy vibrate through my body. <coughs> when I think about my business, what am I going to have to think? Well, I mean, I'm helping people get to their healthiest and feel good. So that makes me really happy. Like to know that I'm making an impact on their life. I'm making an impact. When you think I'm making an impact, do you feel happy? Very much so. Very much so. Interesting because the circumstance didn't change. My business is the fact in both scenarios. But when you think about your business in your unintentional model, your lower brain model, you think I'm doing the things, but I can't get further and you feel frustrated. And then you find yourself going outside, working out, gardening, isolating, judging self, not messaging prospects, talk to husband, talk to sidelines, no work on business result. I'm not getting any further in your intentional model from your prefrontal cortex right? The one you're doing on purpose <laughs> because you have awareness over what you're doing and why you're doing it. Having this thought, I'm making an impact. Choosing that thought brings the emotion of happiness. And then from happiness, we might be able to take the actions of, can you read them off again? Posting on Facebook, how to take the products, doing three-way messages, whether that's messaging, uh, doing the Facebook messenger or a text. And then the result from those actions, what would you like the result to be? To bring more income to my family and be able to feel, not feel the sense of like uh, financial burden and to be able to make a six, uh, an impact in their life. So they're feeling better. They're happier. Um, I mean that they're, um, I mean that they're, I mean, how do I want to say this? How like that they're, bodies or they're feeling the best that they could ever feel. Like my impact grows my wealth. Yeah. Because we can't have anyone else in our result line. 
just ourselves. We are only going to get a result for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you choose this thought, I'm making an impact, we know it's going to bring happy, right? But getting from the belief, I'm doing the things, but I can't go further to the belief of I'm making an impact is where we're going to have to wrestle with our lower brain. Because our prefrontal cortex is like, I want to believe that I'm making an impact. But my lower brain is like, I could do all those things and it's still not going to make a difference. And so how do we shut it up? I mean, we have to work on doing, I mean, working on our self-belief and reading books, um, like self, what do I want to say? Self-impact books. Um, What if it could be even more simple than that? I mean, I would, what would be something more simple than that? What if all you did was when you caught yourself thinking, I'm doing the things, but I can't get further and you feel frustrated. And instead of acting on that feeling and going outside and working out and gardening and isolating and judging self, what if you just sat there and felt frustrated without taking any action? And just felt it frustrated. What does that feel like just thinking about that? I feel like it would be a good thing just because then you can reflect on what you're frustrated about. It kind of sounds miserable too, though, right? It does sound miserable because who wants (laughs) to just sit there and, I mean, feel frustrated? Because, I mean, like I think of my toddler, if she just sat there and was frustrated it's like, she's trying to do everything in her power, not to just sit there and be frustrated. Cause her, her, her primitive brain is like, get me out of here. This is uncomfortable. I want to do something that feels better. Right. Mm-hmm. So starting with allowing the emotion where you can sit and you can just feel frustrated and you can ask yourself where in my body am I feeling frustrated right now? Is it fast or slow? What color is it? You're noticing it. You're allowing it. You're processing it. And when you allow and you process your emotions, you can then make the decision to release it and let it go and be like, yep. And you know what? I'm making an impact. And you could even list out in your head, how am I making an impact? But when we, when we try to slow our brain down, our brain, our primitive brain is so efficient, like crazy psycho efficient. And that's why it's telling you that all you're doing is wrong. It's like, nope, we're wasting our time with this because your primitive brain is so efficient that this was like, do something else, get us to feeling better faster, right? So in order to go from believing I'm doing the things, but I can't get further to I'm making an impact, 
then we need to continue like the work that, that I would love to see you do over the next week or, um, between the next time I get to coach you is you making lists and slowing it down without trying to solve the problem to make yourself feel better. People are like, no, no, I came to this call. So you would make me feel better. And I'm like, no, that's not my job. I'm not here to make you feel better. (laughs) I'm just here to show you what your brain is doing. Right. And so a lot of times we just, we want to find the answer as fast as possible. Right. We talked about this a little bit yesterday about why this is. And I shared some, um, some things that I love about vulnerability. I'm just going to show it to you now. Uh, but it talks about how oftentimes when we feel a negative emotion, frustrated, the one you feel when you sit down to do your business and you can't get any workers, right? And then you just can't get further. Um, oftentimes we, we like to offload that pain. In fact, you talked about, you were like, yeah, I'm pretty much happy all the time unless my other job set me off, right? So mm-hmm. when we feel negative emotions, sometimes in our action line, what will come up for us is offloading that pain onto someone else. For example, uh, last week, school hadn't started yet and my kids were eating at 1130 at night and I was just so uncomfortable with it. In my mind, I was like, they shouldn't be eating this late. This isn't healthy. They shouldn't be doing that. And so then someone said something and I snapped at my kids. I was like, just go to bed. I mean, I never do anything imperfect as a parent. I don't even know what you're talking about. Right. But a lot of times when we are feeling discomfort, we offload it onto someone else or something in our action line. Right. Um, But learning that we are doing this to buffer, to avoid negative emotion is super important because then we can have acknowledgement of the negative feeling, awareness of the negative feeling and accountability for it. Because in that space, that's where we process it, notice it's there and release it rather than just cover it up and let our brain just move right along and do something else like garden and work out, right? You're buffering to get happy again. And then it's like, but why can I never feel happy about my business? Because when we resist emotion and try and cover it up with working out, eating a cookie, drinking a glass of wine, whatever it is that your buffer is, when you buffer, it makes it worse and bigger. And we go into that outer darkness that some of you have seen me draw this week on the pie chart where life is 50-50. And guess what? My board came. But I don't have it set up yet. (laughs) But... It's always 50-50, doesn't matter. We can't make it 95-5. It's always gonna be 50-50. When we buffer, it means we're in that 50% longer, right? Okay, what's your next step? What are you gonna work on? 
for the next week, Mackenzie? Making lists and slowing down. And just noticing and having compassion for yourself. Of course, I'm doing this. Do I want to keep doing this? What do I want to do? When you say make a list, like making a list of things that I need to get done for the day or just list. Like challenging yourself what should be on the list. Like I'm doing the things. Am I? What things am I doing? Are those all the things? What are the things I'm not doing? What are the things that would really move me forward? Those types of lists. And just so you know, everyone in the comments is, this is so relatable. I'm going through the same thing. This is speaking to me. And that's why watching other people get coached is so powerful. It's why I'm going to run my program this way. Because I used to think I needed to be privately coached because I couldn't share, right? But really, by you sharing, it lets everyone here know they're not alone. And it also helps you to see that you're not alone, that everybody thinks the same thing. And we all just think it's us. But it's not. It's nice to know people are with me because I feel kind of uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Of course you do. Yeah. Yeah. I try to avoid getting coaching sometimes. I'm like, I don't have anything to coach on today. I mean, everything's like totally fine. I'm good. I can't, like, I truly came in. I haven't been on any of the calls this week. And like this, like, I had no idea what to expect. So it truly, like, I... I am uncomfortable right now. Good. That's the way I like it. (laughs) Which I know I need to be uncomfortable to grow. So that's important. Well, and what's awesome is now you get to sit back and relax and watch Monica be uncomfortable. And you're going to just feel so nice. You're going to be like, oh, yes, it's her thought. She doesn't see it, but it's her thought. (gasps) Does she know she's choosing that thought? Like you'll just sit and like think all these things and Monica will be on the hot seat. Thanks for getting coached today, Mackenzie. Thank you. You're welcome. Monica, it's your turn. Okay. What can I help you with today? So um, I'm kind of in the same situation as Mackenzie. I am part of a network marketing group. And when COVID hit, I left my in-the-box nine-to-five job and decided this is what I'm going to do. I had also... The last, the, the year prior to that, I had taken a huge step in um, making some really big health changes and getting my health coaching certification. <clears throat> and <clears throat> I find that um, I don't do all the things, and I know I don't do all the things that I should be doing because I'm afraid of the no. And I know that I have to get a no to get a yes. But I think my my brain goes, okay, you have these people on your Facebook and you could reach out to all of these people. And if they all say no, then where do you go from there? How then, you know, then are you just going to be bothering them if you're asking them, you know, over and over? And so I guess I... How I do we know us- if we're bothering someone? Because that's where my brain goes, even though it's not. Right, but <laughs> but like, how do we know? Rational. Like, how do we know if we're bothering someone? 
Um, I guess they would just not respond to your messages or they would say, you're bothering me. I said, no, don't ask me again. Right. That would, that would really be the only way for us to know as a fact that we're bothering them is if they said the words, you are bothering me. Yeah. But anything other than that, we can't prove. No. But we make up a story in our mind. Correct. That we're bothering them. Yeah. And we do that because we have very advanced brains. Right. And we are literally neurologically rewarded for finding the story as fast as possible when we're in the midst of a struggle. And then we are hardwired to make sense of that story. And then if whatever we come up with, our brain chemically rewards us for that story, whether it's true or not, which is just. Just so smart of us. <laughs> and so, so smart, but such a hindrance. Especially yeah. in network marketing, so unuseful. Yeah. Right? So I'm trying to learn how to stop that bad story that my brain makes and learn how to replace it and get my brain to believe that, no, it's actually okay to do this. Well, and I think a good place for us to start is understanding that there's not bad and good stories. There's just stories. There's just stories. And we have all kinds of stories, 40,000 stories a day on average that we create about everything we think because we have such advanced, high-functioning brains, right? Yeah. So when's the last time that you have seen this happen? Like, do you have an example that you can give me of when you've done this last? Today. What did you do? I, um, I, I didn't message anybody today or reach out to anybody today because I was like, well, I've done it before. It didn't work. And, but I'm not consistent with it. I just go back to, well, it didn't work last time and tell myself the story, well, it's not going to work this time because it didn't work last time and then stop myself. It didn't work last time. So it won't work this time. Yeah. And when you thought it didn't work last time, so it won't work this time. What were you doing? Like you pulled up Facebook, you were sitting down to work. Like what was happening there? Yeah. I was sitting down to work at your computer, at your phone, mm-hmm. where were you? On my phone. Yeah, at my phone. Okay, so um holding phone looking at Facebook. Yep. Holding phone with Facebook open. We'll get really specific. Right? Holding yeah. phone with Facebook open. Super neutral. And then we have a thought about it. And what was the thought? Um, My thought was, you know, I should message some people and see if they're interested in learning more about the products. And then what did you think? And then I thought, well, it didn't work last time. 
who, I mean, first my thought was, well, who should I message? Who have I not, who have I not reached out to? And then my brain goes to, well, it didn't work last time when you reached out to someone. So why would it work this time? Which is crazy because the last time it actually did work. And then (laughs) so... It is. It's it's very fascinating how it, how our brain does that, right? So you thought you had Facebook open, you were holding your phone, you had Facebook open, who am I going to message? And then you thought it didn't work last time, so it won't work this time, which you've self-identified as a thought error because you have examples of where it has worked other times. But right now your brain is believing it didn't work last time, so it won't work this time. And what did you feel in that moment? Um, I was angry at myself because I knew that that's what I should be doing and that that's what I need to do to build my business and frustrated that maybe, um, I think frustrated because I knew that the thought pattern that the thought pattern wasn't rational, but I still couldn't overcome it. Mm-hmm. So you felt frustrated, and from frustrated, what did you do? So I just put my phone down and walked away and went and played with my grandson. Put phone down, walked away, played. Grandson. And then do you know what happened in her brain? She got a huge hit of dopamine and was rewarded for walking away. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And what was your result? Um, I didn't grow my business. I, I didn't, didn't connect work. with anybody. I didn't, I didn't work. work. I didn't work. And you think it's your primitive brain thinks that it's because it doesn't work to message people. But what is really causing the problem here? Um, my own fear. How so? Well, I know that I know that the thought doesn't make sense and that it's probably out of fear that I'm not doing it. What does it mean about you when you think it didn't work last time, so it won't work this time? What are you making that mean about you in your mind? Um, I, I guess that it's the easy way out that, what does that mean about you? That I'm afraid to work hard. I'm afraid to work hard. That's like, that's where my brain goes is I'm afraid to work hard. Okay. I, you know, I, I'm not afraid to work hard, but then I'm like, but I won't do this. And why am I so afraid to do this? I'm not afraid to work hard, but 
why am I so afraid to do this if I know that this is what needs to be done? So just so I understand, I want to make sure I heard you correctly. It didn't work last time, so it won't work this time. You're making that mean about you that you're afraid to work hard? Is that what you said? Or did you say, I'm not afraid? Well, I'm not. I I don't feel like I'm afraid to work hard, but I feel like that's where that thought kind of, like, that's what that thought makes me feel like. That you are afraid to work hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or I'm not, or that I'm too afraid that I'm, that I'm Uh letting fear control that. Are you? I think I am. I mean, yeah, I'm letting, I'm letting my fear of someone saying no determine the amount of work I put out. Why are you doing that? Um, I don't know. Let's take a guess. Um, I mean, nobody wants to be told no. Is that true? I guess depending on the situation, I think it's that because I want it and I let that fear stop me. Hmm. Why though? Um, because I don't want to be judged. I think what happens if you're judged? Um, somebody may or may not like something about you. So what? Um, and not like, so what? Like, so what? And then what happens? So I guess somebody guess doesn't like something about you. And so then they wouldn't trust what I'm saying. <clears throat> they wouldn't trust what I'm saying in um, a business building setting because of that. That it would affect the, their their level of trust for me. Is that true? I think for some people it is, but not for everybody. So then can we determine it's just a thought? Yes. Because if we can't prove it in a court of law as a fact, then that's just a thought. And right now, what's happening is you're holding your phone with Facebook open. You choose the thought. It didn't work last time, so it won't work this time, even though... It has worked in the past. So we know it's a thought error going on there, but that's fine. We can let our brain do that. And then we feel frustrated. And from frustrated, we don't message. We put our phone down and we walk away and play with grandson. And our result is always, I didn't work. When we choose the thought, it didn't work last time, so it won't work this time. And we're choosing that thought because we're afraid that someone's going to tell us no. And then they might think something about us. 
What if they thought something negative about us? What's the worst case scenario that would happen? I know you already identified them. They might not trust me in a business setting. They might not, you know, buy my product. Is that where you were going with that? Yeah, I think that they would, that that I would lose some of that trust, maybe that I had built with them. And then your business wouldn't grow? Yeah. Is your business growing right now with what you're doing? Um, no, with doing nothing, it doesn't, it, it doesn't grow. Kind of crazy, right? Right. (laughs) It's crazy. Cause we're like, yeah, I'm doing this because I don't want to, I don't want my business to not grow. So I better not message. But my business isn't growing either way. Yeah. And the other thing that I see going on here. is that when you choose to think it didn't work last time, so it won't work this time, you're sort of like giving yourself an out. Like, Mm -hmm. you're like, so better not waste my time. It is, it's an easy excuse. And that's all it is. It's an excuse. Is it, is this easy what you're doing right now? Talking, doing this coaching? No, (laughs) no, 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 no. We know Mackenzie's like, oh, so (laughs) is it easy to believe it didn't work last time? So it won't work this time. Cause I know we think this is the easy way out, but is it the easy way out? It's not the easy way out for the goals that I have set for myself. That's the easy way. Yeah. It's the easy way out if I don't want to be successful. And if I don't want to reach my goals. I mean, that's a huge aha moment right there. What do you think about all this? Um, I've never actually like said that out loud. So what's coming coming up for you? I I chose this work path as a very non-traditional work path. And I I need it to work for my family. And need it or want it? I'm um I'm a full-time caretaker for my husband and my son. And so I need it. Mm-hmm. And I stop myself from being successful by doing exactly what I just said. <laughs> Which is like the best news ever. Because who gets to decide if we want to keep believing this or not? Me. It's all within your control. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the best. What do you want to believe? Um, that... I can, you know, it's kind of like what Mackenzie said that, 
you know, you get somebody and you, you help them feel better. And that to me is like such almost a high. It just, it feels so good to help them. And that was part of why I got into this business. I was mentoring people at my workplace and seeing them be successful with how I was mentoring them and and where they were going. And I was like, this is fabulous. I love this. And so being able to be financially stable and be able to do the things that I need to be able to do outside of a nine to five traditional job that you don't have the luxury of the flexibility, but also being that, um, that motivation for other people. This is fabulous. And I love this. Did you hear yourself say that? That's how you initially felt about your business, your network marketing business. Yeah. You like left to do it in your mind. You were thinking, this is fabulous. I love this. Yeah. What's the only difference between then and now? Um, <clears throat> the, uh, I guess it's, I still feel like this business can do that. It's the, the struggle of, the doubt that I put in myself. It's just the thought. Yeah. Because then you thought, this is fabulous and I love this. And now you think it didn't work last time, so it won't work this time. Yeah. The only difference between then and now is your thought. Yeah. You're like, no, it's because I feel doubt. No. Feelings come from thoughts. The only yeah. difference is your thinking. That's it. Yeah. And I let my thought feel my feeling <clears throat> instead of choose yeah. the thought that fuels your feeling. Yeah. Right? When we say, I let it do it to me, we're kind of like a victim of our thoughts. We're like, yeah, yeah I let it happen. <clears throat> but when we take accountability and we're like, I chose it. Yeah. Then we're like, ooh, that's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> but it gives you the opportunity to say, yeah, exactly. But then it does give you the opportunity to take accountability and say, okay, how am I going to change this thought? Yeah. Is this who I want to be? Is yeah. this who I want to show up as? Yeah. Because every time I choose the thought, it didn't work last time. So it won't work this time. My result is I don't work. Yeah. So every time you hear yourself picking that thought, you can literally just be like, shh, to yourself. Or like, if you want to like interrupt it mid thought, you can say, shh, or you can have curiosity around it. And you can say, why do I think that? Can you guys hear me? Okay. Okay. You can be in curiosity of yourself. Why do I think that? Do I want to think that? What is also true is another question that I've really, that challenged me this week. What is also true? Well, it actually has worked in the past is also true. Right. 
(laughs) Right. What else is also true? I'm a hard worker. That's also true. And sometimes I'm not. That's also true because life is 50, 50. So 50% of the time I'm a hard worker and the other 50% of the time, I just want to sit out by the pool, (laughs) nothing all day. Yeah. And both one is not better than the other. Our brain is trying to say, yes, it is. In fact, some of you just now in your heads were like, yes, it is. Hardworking is better, but that's just a thought. Yeah. The human experience is 50-50 and one is not better than the other. You cannot know the negative without the positive and you cannot know the positive without the negative. If all we had was positive all the time, we wouldn't know how good it is, right? Right. So right now you're like, gosh, I got to stop thinking this. (laughs) Right? Yeah. But what if you're just like, sometimes I think this, that's okay. I just know when I choose this thought, I'm not going to work. And just give myself the compassion and permission to do that. Yeah. And be like, yep, I know my result every time I do this. And I don't want that result right now. So what do I need to think to get a different result? What do I need to start believing? Do I need to start believing what else is true? What if I just need, like, if I, if I just send more messages consistently, is it possible that I could begin to gather evidence of more times that it works? Is that also true? Yes. Could be right. Yep. Could be. What do you think? No, it makes sense. I think that um, by saying, okay, if if I have this thought, I need to walk away because I know where it's going to go and that's not where I want to go. So I take time to get into the right mindset and have more positive thought and then as I, you know, I hear something or I listen to something or read something beforehand that puts you in that more positive mindset. And then, it's so funny because our brain thinks it can control it, right? It's like change the actions. <laughs> that will fix it. You but you're buffering when you do that. Do you see that? Oh yeah, I guess so. Cause you're buffering. Not, Yeah. But, but what if you just stayed frustrated and resisted the urge to put your phone down? What if you were like, so frustrated and all I want to do, the urge I'm feeling from my primitive lower brain is put my phone down, walk away and play with my grandson. That's all I want to do right now. And I totally deserve to do it. Because my grandson is only little for so long and I deserve this. But guess what? That's a thought error to think I deserve this. 
Yeah. Right. It's like, it's like, it's like an alcoholic that's trying to quit drinking and they're like, I deserve to drink one drink. Yeah. It's rewarding. I should be able to drink one drink. I should be able to enjoy it. It's no fun unless I can have a drink. Is it? Are there people that could have fun without a drink? I know you didn't bring this up. I'm just like using it as an example here, right? Because some people can relate to that thinking. Yeah. I don't personally drink, but even though I don't drink, sometimes I still think, am I as fun? (laughs) And then now I believe I am. Like my thought I choose to believe about myself is I'm more fun on the dance floor than anyone on the dance floor. Yeah. You know, people probably think I'm drinking. I'm having so much fun. (laughs) Right. Cause that's my belief. Definitely. So when we ask ourselves questions, when we challenge what we're thinking, that's where change begins. Okay. And so remember this thought, this is fabulous. And I love this and be like, remember when I used to think that, yeah, what did I, what did I believe about myself when I believed that? What did I believe about my business when I believed that? Yeah. And how do I get back to that? And if your brain's like, we don't know, we just, we don't know. (laughs) Then you tell your brain, yes, we do. Yes, we do. And what's the answer? And then you just sit and you can tell yourself, let's just take a guess. Like, what did we used to believe about this before? And anytime you hear yourself say, I don't know, be like, yeah, 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 we do. Yes, we do. What is it? And just allow yourself the space and time to answer the question because okay. I truly believe you have all the answers. Yeah. And then just come back and get coached some more and listen to other people get coached. And you will continue to evolve to someone who learns the habit and practice of allowing your brain to slow down, feeling and processing the negative and the positive emotions and having awareness of what you do in both situations. You've got this. I do. Thank you. Thank you both for being coached today. I will have the recordings of this on my YouTube. And then if you're not on my email list yet, you need to go to emilygibsoncoaching.com and click on the purple button that says sign up for 20 coaching spots and then click on additional spots available, watch live, click on that (coughs) and then enter in all of your information click on any day and time. It doesn't matter. I just need a way to have your email. And then I will email the recordings of all five calls to you today. Unless I can't figure out how to do it. And then I'll watch a YouTube video and then I'll do it tomorrow. (laughs) I'm going to figure it out. I'm a first time or two. So I'm going to email you the five recordings from today, all in one place. You can also view it on my YouTube channel though. And then by next week, you'll be able to listen to it all on the podcast beyond the rank. And I'm so excited. We have a full list, a full schedule next week, 75 minutes a day. 
two people a day that I'm coaching that have signed up. The website is emilygibsoncoaching.com. Anyone can watch the calls. You can share them with anyone, even if they're not in network marketing. They don't have to be in the same company as me. We can all have, we can have different companies. I can coach on anything from marriage, weight loss, over drinking, overeating, um, everything you could possibly think of. And what I truly want for you is to get to a place where you can see that you have all the answers and that by coaching yourself and slowing your brain down, you can get any result you want in your life. And it's way better than skipping over and doing other things instead of feeling how we're really feeling. All right, guys, thanks for being with me here today. This was so great. I will email you on Monday. We are going to use the same link and passcode all month long. So August, we will use the same link, the same passcode through August. I will still email you Monday with the schedule. And then September, we will have a different link and password and different times. And I will send all of that out to you next Friday, 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time will be the sign up for the calls in September. I am going to take a break from the 17th through the 15th. I'll be in Mexico and I will not be coaching on Zoom while I'm there. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Bye. Emily. Oh, yes. Do we have to keep signing up to stay on the list or are we on the list consistently? You're on the list. You're good. If you want to sign up for one of the 20 spots, then you need to sign up for that next Friday. But if you just want to watch live or listen, then I need your email, but you've already done that. It sounds like. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Thanks. All right. Bye guys. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.